Delays at Canada's airports continues to make news. And Ottawa, apparently and finally, ready to do something about it. Here is travel expert Leslie Cater, who joins us now for more on this story. Hey there, Leslie. Good afternoon. Hi. Good afternoon, Jeff. All right. Just to put this in some context, uh, here's the latest stats. In the second week of May, second week of this month, almost 20,000 passengers at Pearson waited on the tarmac, Leslie, for longer than half an hour. Over 3,000 waited longer than 75 minutes just to deboard, just to deplane. What do we need to do about this? Uh, How are we getting these numbers down? What's Ottawa thinking about here? Well, you know, we've got to speed up the process. I mean, definitely that's a thing. I I myself have sat on the tarmac at uh, Toronto Airport, and it is frustrating after a long flight. But there's a number of other frustrating things. You know, one of the things coming back into Canada, you've got to do the Arrive Can app. Now, for most of us, that's no problem. But when you're dealing with an older demographic, we've definitely had uh, clients come in here who've said, well, I don't know how to do this. I don't have an iPhone. So uh, that's a little bit complicated for them. But if everybody could get that ArriveCan app up and ready, because it's so frustrating standing in the lineup and you've got somebody in front of you that hasn't prepared their paperwork. So is this just a matter, a case of uh, better processing? Is that what we need uh, Ottawa to take control of? Well, we we do. I mean, the problem is worldwide, really, with uh, security checking. Um, You know, uh, Walsh, who is the head of IATA, the International Association, he said that the problem is that you've got to get security clearances for these people. And sometimes it can take three months. And they're not going to hang around. They're going to take another job. So it's it's a fine line between balancing things up. And what they're doing in Canada is they're suggesting that they will take some of the people who have not totally finished their training or their clearance and maybe just put them on domestic flights to start off with just to get them up to speed and, and try and reduce some of the weights. All right. You mentioned processing, security. Uh, let's also talk about COVID-19 screening measures. You talked about the ArriveCan app just a second ago, but uh, I know those in the industry, they've been uh, calling for a little while now for those screening measure- measures to be rolled back. Is this mm-hmm. something, do we know, that Ottawa is seriously considering, Leslie? Well, yeah, they are now talking about removing the random testing out of the airport. Uh, Again, I've been through that situation of being randomly selected for a test in Calgary Airport. And Calgary wasn't too bad, but I know in Toronto we deal with a much, much busier airport. So if you've got a lineup of people waiting to do this PCR test and then they have to go on to catch their connection, that's going to be very frustrating. They're going to miss flights. So they're looking at eliminating that random testing if you're going on to do a connecting flight. And I would have to imagine, Leslie, this is not frustrating only for passengers, uh, for travelers, but uh, anybody involved in travel or the airline industry right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, the shortages all across the way, not just the security people. We've got shortage of pilots. We've got shortage of uh, baggage handlers. All of those things, it all impacts the eventual time that you're going to spend traveling. And we know that in the old days, we used to say two hours. Now we're saying three. Sometimes you even look at that and say maybe three and a half. So (laughs) if you think flying is easy, I don't know. I think it's a, a little bit harder these days. But what is apparent is that the desire to travel 
is stronger than ever. And I, I guess me being part of the tourism industry, I shouldn't complain about that. Yes. Uh, just finally, in our last 30 seconds, Transport Canada creating this uh, outbound screening committee, they say, to uh, address these ongoing bottlenecks that you and I have been uh, discussing. Are you hopeful that uh, we are going to see this uh, cleared up in the next uh, month or two, or is this something that's going to go on for some time? Well, you know, committees generally do take a longer time to do these things. So I don't think it's going to be an overnight, but I think that they do realize the urgency of the situation. So even if we can do little steps at a time, that we can get where we need to be. All right, Leslie, appreciate the update and the time as always. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Jeff. Travel expert Leslie Cater with us on this Tuesday, and we're back after a break. Stay with us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.